Billy something. Save it. Today on Alphabetical, with a little help from my friends. Welcome to another episode of Alphabetical. It's the podcast where we go through the entire Beatles catalog alphabetically. We started at 12 and we're going all the way to the end of the Y's. I'm Alex Robinson. I'm Pete the Retailer. And I'm John. And I'm Al Adam. And today we are discussing... With a little help from my friends from 1967's Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band by The Beatles. By Ringo. Written by Lennon and McCartney and sung by Ringo Starr, a.k.a. Billy Shears. Billy Shears. (laughs) Billy Shears, of course, was the name of the uh, guy who replaced Paul McCartney after he died in a car accident the previous year. McCartney too. Mm-hmm. I thought this was by Crazy Cheese. <laughs> oh yeah, Crazy Cheese. That was Crazy Cheese. Mm-hmm. Did you forget that? Did oh. you forget? Did you forget the Crazy Cheese time we had? <laughs> uh, Paul yeah. McCartney said this was probably the best of the songs we wrote for Ringo. Yeah. Mm. Like a lot of yeah, it is yeah. He said he always saw writing for Ringo as the equivalent of writing a James Bond theme. It was a challenge. It was something out of the ordinary. I guess writing something <laughs> for somebody who, you know, with a particular vocal range and also who, uh, you know, had a certain persona that they even wanted to. Uh, all Ringo songs are kind of uh, a bit lighthearted to them. Live and let Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> that, of course, made me think of the, uh, the Peter Ferris Surf and it's Ringo Remembers stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Um, Bond, James Bloody Bond. <laughs> well, John, it was a bit boastful. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the Ringo song. And this is, um, they mentioned that Hunter Davies, the autobiographer that, uh, not the autobiographer, <laughs> that wrote only books about himself, uh, <laughs> that wrote uh, one of the first Beatles books, spent a day with John and, and, and Paul when they were trying to, you know, write this song. Um, and I remember, um, reading that not too long ago. Um, and it, it is kind of funny cause they are kind of like, well, first of all, it's a Ringo song. So we have to make sure it's like for kids. <laughs> like, like that's their first like <laughs> checkbox. It's like, right. it's gotta be for kids. You know, for kids. It's gotta be, no, it's yeah. Family the, friendly. Family friendly. The vocal range has to be very small. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, um, they did a good job, and Ringo did too. Paul said, like, they, they were doing a work song. He's like, yeah, we did, John and I do a, did a work song for Ringo, a little craft job, which is, I think that ties into that kind of doing a James Bond song, that kind of a thing. I was like, yeah, it's not something, it wasn't a passion project. It was like we had, mm-hmm. we had a, something we had to do. Which goes against the terminology of craft these days, which is the opposite, right. more of a, right. a handmade uh, you know, artisanal thing. Jeez. We did an artisanal song for Ringo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A locally sourced song. Yeah. From rings to finger. Yes. Ring. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. did, did you guys read about how, like, uh, Ringo changed the lyrics? He's like, hey, can we change this so no one throws tomatoes at me? Yeah. Apparently, originally, it was 
what would you think if I sang out of tune? Would you throw ripe tomatoes at me? <laughs> but then George was like, no, 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 don't do that. Because he mentioned jelly babies at some point. I don't think in a song. I think he mentioned like in an interview or something. Yeah, he just liking them. And then people just started pelting him with jelly babies. Jelly babies. pretty much. So I think he, Ringo was actually worried about getting hit with tomatoes. <laughs> For that reason. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me walk off this show. Although I guess if you are a performer, you might want to include a song that mentions that. So that way when people if people do it, you can say, Oh, they're just doing it because I mentioned it in the song. Just like the way you'd say right. you'd encourage people to boo you, because that way if they are booing you, you can say, Oh, they're just doing that because I told them to do it in the song. Yeah. Yeah, so you should if you're a athlete, you should have a name that has you know, like Mookie Wilson or yeah. uh, or you know, Roberto Luongo that some of the, have your nickname be something that rhymes with boo, so then when you come out and people give you a moo or a loo if they're actually booing, you, you won't even know. Yeah, exactly. Boo urns, yeah. I was saying boo urns. <laughs> uh, is that it? Okay. Anything else about a little help from my friends? Uh, he mentions drugs a little bit. Well, or just just so being high on life. I don't yeah. know. Could be anything. Peace and love. Peace and That's love. Right. Oh, he also uses the song to close out every of, every one of his shows. Rango. Yeah, this is kind of a, it's become like a signature song, I think, of his, right? More so than any of the other ones. Yeah. I think, you don't think which is funny, yeah. You'd think he'd end every show with Good Night, but I guess that's too much yeah, of a well. downer. <laughs> good night, everybody. Yeah, Good Night's hard to, like, I don't know, sing to if you're a bunch of middle-aged drunk people. <laughs> right. Uh, on the John Lennon, you know, of course, we've discussed the Beatles anthology many times, and uh, Yoko released a John Lennon anthology with outtakes from his, you know, archives. And uh, one of the things that was included in there was uh, kind of interesting in a minor way. It was uh, a, the the Lennon Ono family hanging around John, Yoko, and Sean, and uh, Sean is singing uh, with a little help from my friends. And uh, he says, oh, that's my, he's a you know, little kid. He's probably like four years old or something. And he says, that's my favorite song. And um, Yoko says, what's the song called? And John's like, hmm. And he starts singing it and he can't remember the name of the song. Like he's, he's kind of like, he's singing it because he couldn't, you know, so quote, what'd you think if I sang it? You know, and he's trying to come up, come up with the words for it. And then he eventually uh, uh comes it's it, he remembers that the title of the song it's just a little kind of throwaway 30 second bit but it's just kind of interesting hearing how john lennon's reaction to his own you know kind of like to us these are all like you know hall of fame songs that everyone knows and then here the guy who wrote it can barely you know barely piece it together so i thought that was kind hmm. of a cool little outtake <laughs> kind of like when people are like oh you said a funny thing when you guys were talking about uh you know Cayenne. I'm like, really? That's so forever ago. <laughs> that's never. That's never happened. Yeah, I couldn't re- remember one like a couple of days after that. That hall of mediocrity thing. I was that that sugar right. thing. I was like, I said that. No, <laughs> you lie. I'm not. I'm not comparing us to the Beatles. I'm just saying I can see how it could be confusing for John. Yeah. Well, especially because at that point it was probably like 14 years ago. And now, well, actually, no, it couldn't have been. That's weird to think that left 14 years after this, he was, you know, deceased. So, uh, 
Weird. Time passes. Wow. Uh, yeah. Heavy. Speaking of speaking of John and speaking of uh, confusing. Uh-huh. Um in the in the nineteen eighty interview. So first in in nineteen seventy, John said, Yeah, Paul had a line about a little help for my friends and then we won't, and it was pretty much fifty fifty. But then in the nineteen eighty, the Playboy interview, I think. Um, he turned it around a little bit and said, this is Paul with a little help from me. He says, what do you see when you turn out the light? I can't tell you, but I know it's mine is mine. Right. That's like a weird, it's, it's like a logic puzzle almost. He's like, oh, it's, I get by like, with a little help from my friends is Paul with a little help from me. And then uh, I can't tell you, but I know it's mine is mine. It's like a weird, uh, I don't know. It, it seems kind of Lewis Carroll like. That that sentence describing him, you know, his his description of it. Yeah, well, he did love Lewis Carroll. The caterpillar saying, "Wait, the Jabberwocky's the bad guy? No, the walrus is the bad guy. (laughs) No, the walrus was Paul. Yeah. (laughs) Um. So, this is on the list of Rolling Stones top 100 Beatles songs of all time. Everybody, give me your cash. All right. Hold on. Hold on. on. (laughs) Boop, 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 boop. Electronic <laughs> transaction complete. Oh, wait. Yeah, never mind. This guy never has money on We're not supposed to say that we're remote. I assume you paid in uh, <laughs> digital nickels when you... <laughs> That's my new rap name. Digital, digital nickels. Jimmy <laughs> Digital Nickels. Beep, boop. <laughs> Bit nickel. Bit nickel. <laughs> Jimmy nickel. Um, 75. My guess is 75. Uh, All right, 75. Adam, what do you got? I'm going to go... Listen to your heart. Uh, 16. Your heart? 16. 16. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Alex, so. it's, it's, uh, I'm sure it's higher than that, even though I kind of agree with you. I'm going to go with 54. 54. 70, would you say? 75. Alex? 75, 54, and 16. Uh, Adam, you almost had it if you reverse the numbers. It's number 61. Oh. Ah! On the Beatles top 100 songs of all time, as, as uh, I was close. Rolling Stone. Yeah, I you guys were too. kind of on on you built a fence you. around it. Yeah, you were not cl- not as close as I was. It's still close. <laughs> but uh, sorry, no no winners today. Jeez, Pete's really going to walk away with all this. Oh. Not if we can beat him up. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys will just wait for me outside of the studio. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, all right. So, well, Rolling Stone liked it enough to put it on the list, although not as much as Adam seems to think that they would have liked it. But let's find out how much Adam liked it. Oh, I love this song. Uh, of course you do. I feel like, well, no, not even, not even that, because I feel like the most exposure I had to it growing up was watching The Wonder Years with Joe Cocker's version. Uh, right. Even though I prefer, of course, the Beatles version more. Uh, but yeah, just the the words were just always in your head, you know. Um, so that familiarity, I guess, kind of kept it there. So it's definitely a five for me. Um, yeah, and then I have fun... a question for you, Adam. Yes. Uh, well, first of all, I have a question for Pete. I guess is this our last Ringo song in the podcast? Oh, you sure that's not a question for Adam? Well, then I was going to ask Adam which w. was his favorite Ringo song. Now, because if, if there were still some left to go, then then I couldn't. Ask oh no him. no no we don't we we've got uh we've got a big one left. Yeah, starts with the color. Y. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, we got we let's wait till we get we okay. get them all. All right. Up. Yeah. 
Fair enough. Start thinking about your answer, though. <laughs> All right, I will. Um, a fun fact, though, this song was uh, used for the wake-up call on STS-61, the first uh, shuttle mission to uh, service the Hubble. This song? Yes. This song? That seems it's a, odd. It's a strange yeah, choice. On, on the Endeavor, the fifth, the fifth and final shuttle, and it was the fifth flight hey. of the Endeavor. Alex and I just saw the Endeavor the other day. I know. I'm so jealous. <laughs> it was uh, quite a thing to see. <laughs> Wrong show. Um, so you, you said five? Yes. Five what? Five Endeavors? Five Endeavors? Yeah, five Endeavors. Uh, I'll also go Five Endeavors. Classic Ringo, classic Sgt. Pepper. You get. Uh, I also like that the backup vocals really play a big part. You know, the question and answer uh, routine oh, they have so going good. on there. Uh, you got uh, you got Billy Shears. You got drug references. You got all that stuff. So uh, five endeavors from me. All right. I this walks the line because it seems like. I thought you were doing. Uh, Who is that? Slime Family Stone? Nobody knew exactly what you were. We knew what you wanted to say, but we didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I stopped midway and I was like. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this could easily be kind of, you know, uh, like a novelty song. Could fall into novelty song territory. And just oh, it's totally kind of, a novelty song. Any Ringo song is automatically a novelty song. Yeah, but that's the that's the thing. It's it's you know it, it it might be easy to dismiss it, but it does you know there is even though they like they said they saw it as a work song, but they I think they did good work on it. Mm-hmm. Well, they're professionals. So I, yeah. Well, I don't, you know it's so familiar that it you know it, it threatens to take away from it, but I don't think I don't think I'm going to let it. I think I you know if you listen to the actual song, there's a lot of good stuff going on there, and I will uh, I will concur. I will go with a five. Johnny? I will agree with everybody. Five for me as well. It's, Johnny uh, five. Yeah. It's um it's good stuff. So Everything does, that everybody said. Does that mean Ringo gets in the Hall of Fame, or does that mean that George that mm. John and Paul get into the Hall of Fame? Billy Shears gets into or the, or the Hall of Fame. Let's yeah, give Billy this Shears one to Ringo. Oh, Billy, Billy Shears. Shears. <laughs> Congratulations to Billy Shears. <laughs> Entered the it was one Ringo's one chance, but he gave it to a fictitious person. <laughs> 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 he can't win. <laughs> um, covers. Yes. Covers. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm going to just, I'll start by, by going into the obvious Joe Cocker one. Well, that's only all because, I got. Yeah, well, there's a lot of them out there, but I just, I just thought it was interesting because one, that's like what everybody knows. And, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one. Like when I was growing up and I first heard Sergeant Pepper, I thought they had covered it. Which it was like a, it was a confusing moment. I'm like I don't. Uh, I thought the Beatles did their own stuff at, at this point, at least. You know, like it's weird. This is like a a shorter, tightened up, buttoned down version of uh, oh, <laughs> that Cocker sort of song. crazy song. Yeah, the crazy <laughs> Joe Cocker song. Like that's weird. Um, and I really thought that because I was like seven. But um, yeah, um, I had to go with that because it's like I think there's probably a lot of people out there that think it's like his song. True. So he really did make or it his own, you know. They just think it's the theme from the Wonder Years. Yes. Well, then there's a yeah, a whole generation of those people too. Um, I think it's uh, it, they think it's a song that came out of that home video from the credits. Like it just <laughs> it, was, right. it was made by Kevin's parents. 
<laughs> that's an interesting thing though that how many how the beatles are so popular that for your version to become the 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 kind of almost you know just as famous as the beatles one that really takes some uh a doing a good song and b getting it on the as the theme song of a popular tv show yeah right and also the my cover of that cover is john belushi doing his impression of joe cocker mm-hmm. doing the song on snl mm. so there's a lot of levels I think Cheap Trick did this too. Didn't they do that Sgt. Pepper album? Yeah. Because I remember enjoying that album, but I just needed something real quick since you took Joe Cocker. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I, that's why I jumped in. Uh, I'm going to go mashup, although it's kind oh. of a cheat because it is the is a mashup from the Beatles' own Love album, uh. hmm. produced by Giles Martin. Um, he they combined with. The, oh, sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. Never mind. Scratch that. Uh, I'm going to go with the Beach Boys. The Beach Boys did a cover of it in 1983, and it's very, it's annoyingly faithful to the original and uh, kind of dull as a result. Um, Interesting. Wait, in 1983? 1983. Yeah, you can see it on the YouTubes. They have it. Huh. How does the uh, call, also, how do the callbacks sound? I feel like their voices would make that pretty interesting, the harmonizing and whatnot. Not as interesting as you might think. Yeah, because <laughs> it's eighties. You know, it's eighties Beach Boys when they're you know, it, it, it's I don't know. It just sounds very uh, kind of produced and and uh, you know, I don't think Brian Wilson was really involved in it. So who knows was produced? Who knows who was actually doing the production? Although Brian Wilson, I guess, listed as one of his favorite Lennon McCartney songs. Huh. Uh, but I also want to give a shout out to Mo Cocker, who on Sesame Street did with a little yelp from my friends. It's about it's a dog, <laughs> Joe Cocker, oh. Mo Cocker Spaniel, and so there yeah, you I was going to say that, but his is much more a cover of the Joe Cocker version, obviously not the uh, not the right Beatles one. So moving on, uh, I for for the first time in a long time, and possibly for the last time, I think mm. it is. Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. <laughs> I'm so glad that I get to work them back in here one more time. Um, but yeah, they do a great... Uh, it's on... I think it's on whipped cream or it's on... Uh, I can't remember. But uh, it's... Uh, it's I don't think it's on whipped cream because little... that's one of the few I have that it's not... It, oh, that, really? yeah, it's, I definitely would remember. But yeah, anyway. Sorry. So it's on the... Uh, uh, Alpert's ninth, I think, then, or whatever the... the I can picture the cover, but I can't remember the name of the album. I'm gonna go listen to it after we're done here. Hmm, nice, but yeah, they do a, a good uh, a good version of that. It's got uh, some some marimba in there, I think, and some you know some very kind of uh, it's got a shuffle beat to it. It's really nice. I like it. Anyone else? I think everybody was covered then. Right? Yeah, I think we all got yeah. we all got one in. As a backup, I'll say Easy Star All Stars because they're good too. Yeah. They're <laughs> you can have that one. Anything, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, well, congratulations, Billy Shears. And um, you know, um, when we have the physical Hall of Fame set up and we do the um, uh, you know induction ceremony, I'm hoping that you know. Everybody will uh, will make it there, and, and you know, Billy, if you can uh, if you can make it to the ceremony, that's great. But if uh, um, if you can't make it, then we'll have to go on without you, um, possibly within you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. That was a stretch, but 
Um, <laughs> we got another Sgt. Pepper track on uh, on Wednesday. It's Within You, Without You by the Beatles. And uh, at least on paper. And then uh, <laughs> we will be... Um, yeah, we'll, we'll join us back here on Wednesday. Rate, review, subscribe. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. I, we didn't really say that uh, the past couple of days, but uh, hmm. we are Alpha Beatles on both of those. Yeah. And we'll guys, see you guys here on Wednesday for a brand new Alpha Beatles. Alpha Beatles. Alpha Beatles. Yay. Yeah, y'all. Yeah.